for the first time, I just want to say welcome and thank you for joining us. We are in a series called Let's Go Fishing. How many of us like fishing? We're going to go fishing for men, but you know, when I went fishing, the worst feeling is going fishing and being whitewashed. Is that what it's called? Whitewashed, catching nothing, zero. I hate that feeling. My wife and I used to go every uh, weekend when we came here on Maui, and it was always, most of the time, it was whitewash. We, I could have gone to the uh, food land and pick up the fish less expensive. Anyway, but we're going to go less, and God has laid out a plan, uh, principles, on how we, we're not going to be whitewashed in catching men. So in the past two weeks, we're on our third uh, Sunday on this. The first week was what we talked about was bless, yes, and using uh, loving people, using God's gift in us to bless people in every way and loving them. The second week was, last week was relationships, fellowship, finding somebody that you connect with in a sense of having a peace with them and a peace towards you that um, their relationship can be built. And so those two things, and today we're going to talk about prayer, and next week we'll finalize it with uh, sharing or preaching. And most of the time when we try to reach out to people about Jesus and the love of God, we do it the opposite way. We usually try to preach first and then try to um, pray for them and then try to bless, uh, fellowship with them and bless. But God has... In the book of Luke chapter 10, as we're going through this, God reverses it. It's supposed to be, first we bless them. Then we fellowship with them. Then we pray for them. Then we share the kingdom of God, what God has done. So one thing um, we're going to do is get into prayer. So let's open in prayer. Amen. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your word and thank you for each one here. And I just ask that you would open up our hearts to hear what heaven has to say. Lord, impart to us your life that we can be a blessing to others. In Jesus' name, amen. Have you ever asked this question to yourself, why do I pray? Or why do I need to pray? Think about that. Have you ever asked yourself, well, you know, there, there are really a lot of um, answers to that, to that question. But today, I'm just going to touch on two of them that I felt was in my heart. And Pastor Zach is going to come up after this and uh, walk us through it. So I don't know about you, but growing up, I prayed. I didn't know God, but somehow there was something there that there was a God. And I think God has instilled in that in us to pray. I used to pray, just say, God, as a boy, God, God, but I didn't know who God was. <laughs> and I used to go before my uh, grandmother's uh, Butsudan idol, and I used to pray there, and I thought that was praying. Until I came to know the Lord, and I realized what prayer is about. So, number one is that when we pray, we invite God into our lives. And you find this in the Lord's Prayer. The first thing that Jesus taught his disciples, the first line was, Our Father which art in heaven. And he was saying that the most important thing is know that you have a Father in heaven. That's the connecting point, that you have a relationship with a Father in heaven. 
And that knowing your father or knowing God is not a one-way street with, or a life with rules you know, and regulations. You can't do this, can't do that. But it's all about a relationship, a relational with God. And notice that God is not too busy to hear your voice. You know, you think with all the prayers going on um, that God might not listen. He does hear you. In fact, I was just sitting there and I just sensed like uh, as we were worshiping that God wants us to come and sit on his lap. And tell us all the things of our day and how we've been and our dreams and our visions for the future of our life. That's how God is. He wants to be your father. And I always used to hear this, that God is always speaking. I remember, you, I don't know how long, Pastor John said, you know, God is always speaking. And I was sitting there and I was like, is he? <laughs> is God always speaking to me? And Pastor John went on it. And then I was thinking, hmm, I thought about it. Then later on, we, um, my wife and I and Pastor Zach went to this uh, prophetic seminar where they teach you on how to hear God through your senses and how God is speaking. And they did it all through according to the Bible and about nature and everything. And it was really good. It was kind of stressful because they teach you how to uh, uh, hear God. And they put you in a room. And then you prophesy over people. Talk about being scared. <laughs> scared. Anyway, one of the sessions was in, and I remember Pastor Zach telling me in one of the sessions he was in, they were talking about, I don't know, was it fruit, vegetable, or something about nature? And one guy told Pastor Zach that, I see a picture of a tarot about you. <laughs> and then what they did was they began to describe what the tarot was. And it fit exactly what Pastor Zach was going on. In one of the sessions, the, the guy prayed over me and he said, I was a mango. I don't know. Anyway, and he went on to say, why I was a mango? <laughs> and you know what? It was correct. I could identify with the mango. <laughs> but God seems like he's always speaking to us. And, you know, through all of this, a prophet uh, years ago was having lunch with them, the staff. And, he, and I asked him some question and he, and he said this. God is always speaking. And he said, I could prophesy over every person in the restaurant. I have to turn it off. And I thought, wow, God is always speaking to us. We have to just learn to listen to that small, still voice in our life. The other thing is that when we pray, we pray for others. When we do that, we invite God into their lives. 1 Timothy 2, 1 to 4, it talks about praying for all people, all people, when you read through the scripture. And it says that, God says, this is good. It pleases God when you start praying for people. That's what the scripture says. It pleases God because in God's heart, he loves everyone to come to know him. And he says, you're the person that needs to pray for your friends and family and people that you know. I'm going to ask you this question. How many of us know that you came to church or came to know the Lord because of prayer? How many of us can raise your hand and say that? I believe most of us that have come to know Christ was because somebody 
was praying for you. When I was um, working in, at the uh, extension at the university on Big Island, and I was a young kid, 20-something years old, going in there with the uh, Hawaiian Homes thing. Uh, and uh, anyway, there was one agent there, and he was tutoring, uh, mentoring me. And I used to tell him about God and all of that, but it was just like, you know, water going off the duck's feather. Anyway, time went on, and then I left there. One day I was, I, think, well, I don't know if it was years ago, I was sitting in the airport, and then I, I got a tap on my shoulder, and he tells me, Lance. I go, oh, hi. And he goes, I'm getting water baptized. I almost fell down <laughs> off my seat because <laughs> I didn't realize. But his story was he went to uh, later to the University of Hawaii for his sabbatical for master's. And through that process of trying to get his master's, there were some issues with the family, uh, what he was going through. And he came to know the Lord. He told me this. It was because he met a couple, a Christian couple, that was praying for him. Wow. You know, sometimes God moves on his own. He does things. But sometimes he wants us, you and me, to be the vessel to pray people into the kingdom. To bring heaven to earth. God wants to use us to unlock heaven and bring it to earth. You know, God, because God loves everyone. And he wants you to touch a life, one life this year, by way of bless, get to know them, and pray for them. And I remember um, one more story, and I'll give pastor to Pastor Zach. Pastor Eddie, he said, uh, when we... A staff, we got together, and then Pastor John said, okay, we need to have prayer targets. He said, everybody, you need to choose three people in your life, and we got to start praying for them. So we did that, and Pastor Eddie was saying that when we start doing that, you're going to watch that there's people that's from not even on your prayer list that's going to come to you. And so he said that, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, we'll see. <laughs> so recently... Uh, about last week, um, somebody calls me that last year, a friend from Oahu who had a friend, and that friend had a nephew on Maui, and she had told me, can you uh, contact him and pray for him and all of this, and she, she's been praying. And this past week, he called me kind of late in the night, out of the blue, and he started talking to me. Uh, he talked to me two hours. <laughs> my my uh, stuff is only half an hour maybe, and then I'm done. <laughs> but he talked to me two hours. He stretched me. <laughs> the staff told me, I think you're, you need to die. You're dying to yourself, Kevin. <laughs> but I was thinking, it's all started. These things started happening because I started to pray. And I think God has given us that sense to pray for people into his kingdom. And now I want to bring Pastor Zach as he comes and shares the rest of my Let's welcome Pastor Zach. Thank you, Pastor Lance. I got to 
I'm so honored to to be under Pastor Lance. He's does such a good job of communicating, you know, the love of God to us and the heart behind why we do what we do. And he did an amazing job of sharing why. Why do we pray? You know, so that we can bring heaven down to earth, so we can touch people's lives because it touches uh, God's heart. It allows the opportunity for God to meet with us and meet with other people. Amen. One of the things, when I, when I think about prayer, and I think of when, when do we pray, I, th- I was thinking about this, thinking about this, and what came to mind was uh, Mission Impossible. Anybody watch the Mission Impossible series? Yeah? Some of us. So, the, uh, what's his name? What's the actor's Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, that guy. So he gets, so he gets these glasses with earphones, and he puts the glasses on, and then a little voice comes up, and it pulls up all the information of the mission, and it, and it's like, Agent Kenzie, if you choose to accept this mission, you have to do blah 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 blah, blah. and then it goes through everything, and then it, then it at the end it says. This message will self-destruct in 10 seconds. He's like, watch. He's like, pulls it off and then throws it off and it explodes and whatnot. And I think about that because sometimes like God will give us these little mini prayer missions throughout our day or throughout our life. And we have the opportunity to, to accept it or not. Yeah. If you choose to accept, if you choose to accept this mission, then this is what it is. This is what I want you to do. This is, I want you to pray. I want you to do this, do that. And we have these little missions that God uh, brings us on. And when it comes to prayer, sometimes we need a strong relationship to pray for somebody. Yeah? Sometimes it's a little awkward to go up and ask somebody, Hey, can I pray for you? There's a fear there. It's kind of weird. I remember when I was, uh, when I turned 25, I made a promise to God when I was 20 that for five years I wasn't going to date anybody, look for anybody, uh, whatnot. And when I turned 25, I was like, God, game on. We're going to find me a wife because I'm not meant to be single. And so I like looked at some of the girls in my life and I was like, oh, okay, I think this person, this person, this person. I've, I think I could spend my life for the rest of my life with them. And my, my wife right now, Mickey, she was the one I had the, the lowest amount of relationship with. <laughs> the lowest. It, it would be weird if I called her up and was like, hey, how's it going? She'd be like, why the heck are you calling me? And so I set out on this mission. I accepted the mission to befriend her, to uh, get our relationship to a point where it would not be weird if I called her up and asked her how she was doing. And so in the midst of all of that, she started to like me, and then we got married, and we dated and got married. 
I say that because she started like me first. She's watching this. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I can tell you all about it later. <laughs> but relationship, when the relationship is strong enough to offer prayer, when the relationship is strong enough to ask for prayer. So it's not just the person who uh, wants to pray, but it's also a person who needs prayer as well. So if you need prayer, find somebody that you have a strong relationship with, that you trust, that you can lay your heart out, and they can stand with you in prayer. Amen? Luke 10, 7 through 8, it says, And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide, and do not go from house to house. Stick with those relationships. Make them stronger. Make them go deeper. Stay in the same house. Don't go one place to another. Don't go from one person to another and be like, hey, 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 you, you. No, invest into a relationship. Amen? The next thing is that the Holy Spirit can prompt us. The Holy Spirit can, can give us a mission to pray for somebody else. Amen? Colossians 4.2, it says, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Be watchful. We have to have our eyes open to these moments, these possibilities that the Lord will give to us. Because sometimes we may miss it, which is okay. But then there are times where we know that it's God and he's talking to us and he's showing us and he's giving us this opportunity to pray and we choose not to. Or we choose to. And we see God move in somebody's life. Amen. But the Holy Spirit will prompt us. I remember praying for one of the, one of the youth, youths at our camp, the, one of the unashamed camps. And I, I didn't know this, but apparently he brings it up a lot uh, when he's talking to people. But it was, a, it was a pivotal moment, I guess, in his life. And I didn't realize that. I was, you know, I was just praying for him. He came up for prayer, and I didn't really know who he was. I mean, I, I knew who he was, but I didn't know his family or anything like that. And so I just started praying for him and uh, encouraging him uh, with his family and his situation and things like that and uh, come to find out he was Pastor Greg's son and he was going through some struggles within his life and is during that time that that during that prayer that God spoke to him through through my prayers and allowed him the opportunity to reconcile some of those things that he was struggling with where now he's on a path into full-time ministry. God will prompt us to pray, just like how Pastor Lance was talking about uh, Pastor Jim LaFoon and how he is always hearing from God, always hearing from God, always hearing from God, and he sometimes has to turn it off because he's so connected with God that he has to turn it off. For us, we naturally turn it off. We need to turn it on. <laughs> We, we got to flip the switch on. Sometimes we feel like it's one of those super big switches in the cartoons. So they have the really big switches and they're like pushing it up. Sometimes it feels like that. 
But we got to flip that switch on so that we can hear what the Father is saying, hear what the Holy Spirit is saying, so that we can give that message to somebody else. Amen? Amen. The other thing is that when people tell you their problems, anybody ever spill their guts to somebody that they never met before? Anybody? No? Yeah, one? Anybody was that person that somebody spilled their guts to you? Yeah, some of us. Hey, you know those are invites to prayer? They are unintentionally inviting you to pray for them. They're inviting you. If they're telling you their issues and telling you their problems and they want... They want an answer. They want a solution to whatever they're going through. And you have the solution. You have Jesus. Because what Pastor Lance was saying is that when we pray, we invite God into that person's life. And so when they're giving you all this information about their life, like I grew up here, did this, my parents did this, and then this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and now I'm here, and I have no idea what I'm doing in my life. Hey, can I pray for you? You know, I believe God has a plan and purpose. So you don't have to wander through life. Can I pray that over you? They are inviting you. I, I really believe that. They're inviting us to pray for them. And if you are that person who sometimes will spill their guts, you're unintentionally asking for prayer. You're asking for it. So spill your guts to somebody who's going to pray for you. <laughs> yeah? That's good stuff. I remember I picked up this girl. I was coming home late, late one night. Hey, come on. I was coming home late, and this girl, she's screaming her head off. Like, I'm, like crying. And I was like, God, please don't tell me to pick this girl up. It's weird. And so I'm driving, 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 and then God goes, Pick her up. Like, uh, all I wanted to do was go home. So I turned around and popped a Yui, picked her up. She starts telling me all about her life, like what she was going through in that moment, how like her boyfriend like ditched her and at a party and everybody was being mean to her and how she didn't have a good family life growing up and all these things. And I'm like, oh God, this is heavy. I was not prepared for this. But the Lord tells us that we should be ready in season and out of season. And so I'm like, okay, God, let's change hats. Not my going home, want to go to sleep hat. And I'll put on my uh, ministering, I want to pray for you, love you like Jesus hat. And I'll put that hat on. And so, so I'm listening to her, I'm listening to her, and listening to her. And in the back of my mind, I'm hearing, you need to pray for her. And it's loud. And I'm like, okay, as soon as there's a break in the conversation, I'm going to pray. There was no break in the conversation. I drove all the way to her place and she kept talking until she was about to, like, still talking. And I was like, okay, I got to go home. But before I do, can I pray for you? And I prayed for her. And I really believe that the Lord touched her in that moment because when she left, she had a different demeanor on her face. When people tell you about their problems, they are asking 
for prayer. I believe, I truly believe they're asking for prayer in those moments. When we, when do we pray? When the relationships are strong, that the Holy Spirit prompts us, and then people is just talking about their life. All opportunities for prayer. So what do we pray for? What do we pray for? And I feel like this is super, super easy. I have some of uh, <laughs> my, my favorite example. Uh, anyway, but I'll, I'm going to regress a little bit. So what do we pray for? We pray for people's felt needs. What is important to them in that moment in their life? Yeah. What is on their heart? What is bothering them? What is ailing them? What is... Is their worries, their fears, their desires, their dreams in that moment? What are those things? Those are the things that they, they have felt needs for, and those are the things that God is calling us to pray for. Yeah? Or if you have those things on your heart, those are the things you want prayer for. To go out and ask for, for prayer. For healing in different areas. For restoration, for provision, for insight, direction, whatever it may be. Then we talk to God. We pray scripture. And then we can lay, lay hands on them if, if they're okay with that. Luke 9, 1 and 2, it says that he called the 12 together and gave them power and authority over all demons to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. When we pray, there's an opportunity for God to heal. Whatever it may be. That there's a healing within a, an area of their life. A situation in their life. A restoration but, we, but if we don't pray, there's, there's, sometimes there's not that opportunity for God to meet that person. Just like how Pastor Lance was saying. That when we pray, we invite God into somebody's life. And so if we don't pray sometimes, if we don't ask for prayer, then there are less chances of God coming into their life. That the healer can't come to their life. God is good all the time, no matter what. And we don't have to worry about the outcome of our prayers. We don't have to worry about it. I used to worry about the outcome of my prayers. I used to think that, you know, God is calling us to heal and so therefore, if I pray, somebody should get healed. That I should see it. I should experience it with them. And that it should happen in that moment. I struggled with that. Until God helped me to realize that it's not up to me. The results aren't up to me. The results are up to him. And it's his job to do the miracle. It's his job to, do the, to give the provision. It's his job to provide the healing. 
It's his job to provide the insight and the direction. It's my job to just be obedient, to open my mouth and pray. That's all it is. That's my job. It's his job to take care of the results, to take care of the outcome. Sometimes we, we may step out in faith and not see anything happen, just like how Pastor Lance was saying. He stepped out in faith t- telling uh, his, his uh, co-worker, the dude that was helping him out about Christ, and nothing happened until years later. We find out that God began to move in his heart, but those are the seeds that Pastor Lance had been planting in his life. Pastor Lance wasn't responsible for the outcome it wasn't he wasn't responsible for for the results in that person's life he was just being obedient god made the results happen amen i wanted to try something a little different uh this morning a little bit of an activation but before we do that can uh who here has a need in their life there's a felt need something pressing upon their heart that, they, that you want prayer for. Anybody? One, two, three. Keep your hands up. Nice. Awesome. Okay, so you can put your hands down. Now, who here who raised their hand would be open to receiving some prayer this morning? I hope all your hands go back up. <laughs> you know? Like, I have a need. <laughs> oh, but I don't want prayer. <laughs> oh. Okay, so now for the rest of you, how many of you be willing to pray for them? Anybody? If you're willing, then I want everybody to stand up. This is a time of activation. We don't want to just be hearers of the word. We want to be doers of the word. We want to activate our faith in these moments like these that we can. We don't do this all the time. This is, this is something... Something a little different. But for those of you who, you remember who you are, who needs prayer, raise your hand. Who do you need prayer? Who needs prayer? Raise your hand. Okay. Now those of you who are gathered, who see those hands, I want you to gather around and I want you to be, to pray. Talk to God. You can pray scripture. You can uh, ask him if they uh, need laying on of hands. If it's a healing of some sort, then you can lay your hands on them if that's, if that's what you want. But we're going to take a few minutes and we're going to pray for the person who needs he- uh, prayer. Okay? All right. Okay, go. You move around. Whoever...
כאילו... We got some prayer warriors in this house. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yes. Thank you to cut these these times short but we thank you so much for what you're doing in people's lives we honor you and we thank you and we bless you lord in jesus name amen amen pastor john can we give pastor lance and pastor zach a hand um, i'm just going to close this out with a benediction um, may the lord bless you may he keep you may his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his face upon you and give you his peace. Have a great week and God bless you.